check us out to hear the latest on life in the volunteer state. Yvonka and her guests discuss everything from life, love, and business with a Tennessee flair. It's a Tennessee thing! Always relatable, always relevant, and always a good time. This is Talking Tennessee, and now your host, Yvonka. Welcome back to Talking Tennessee with Yvonka. I am your host. Did you know that October is Breast Awareness Month? Have you got your mammogram? Well, guess what? I've got the best person in the studio to tell you all about what you need to know about breast cancer. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. My name is Amy Dunaway, and I'm the Executive Director at Susan G. Komen, East Tennessee. Welcome, welcome. I am so glad that you accepted the invitation because this is dear to my heart. Uh, for the viewers that don't know, my mother uh, died of breast cancer. Uh, but God be the glory, I have so many friends and family members that has beat the uh, disease. So we're here because Amy's going to tell us all about what you need to know and not frighten you to get a mammogram. Mammograms, the crazy, you know the biggest thing that I was scared about, Amy, is that everybody frightened me, like when I first got my first mammogram, like leading up to it. It was, it's going to hurt so bad. It really doesn't to me. You know, it doesn't hurt, it, but you know what? It's a whole lot better than doing chemo. That, That's a good point. That's a really good point because chemo can be very brutal. Tell me this, what... What is there a backstory? What was your passion? What made you want to be the director and want to be, you know, driving force? What what got you there? I actually lost my mother-in-law to breast cancer in 2001. Really? She was diagnosed. She was the principal at Powell High School for many years. And um, she found a lump and she went to the doctor. And um, she actually was diagnosed a month before my husband and I got married. Really? And we lost her two weeks before we found out we were pregnant with our first child. So, oh, wow. So my child slept. Uh -huh. He took a lot of naps, and I needed an outlet. I needed a way to fight back. I was not able to sit in that chemo chair and take that chemo for her, um, but I wanted to be able to fight this disease. And so oh, wow. that's what fueled my passion. I um, actually joined the board of Komen and then progressed through as a volunteer and actually came on staff and have been with them for 10 years on staff. That's amazing. That's amazing. You know, there's always a backstory of someone's passion, you know, why you do what you do. You know, we do, uh, the Landis family does a lot of giving back in the community, but we want to do even more. And I, it took me some years to deal with that pain so I can understand where you're coming from with my mom. I made a horrible mistake with my mom and I let fear get the best of me. I went seven years without a mammogram. I'm telling anybody that's out there, do not let fear stop you, okay? Just because it happened to a family member, and I'm really saying this from the bottom of my heart, that doesn't mean it's going to happen to you. And I was that person, and I let fear and the devil keep me away from something that really is protecting me. Okay, so after that, I prayed to God and I said, God, please help me, you know, give me, give me grace for really doing something really stupid, you know, seven years. And I said, just give me grace on that. And I've been doing my mammograms every year and I highly recommend you to start now. If you haven't had a mammogram, start now. And Amy's going to tell you all about it. Amy, you know what? If you, if you can't afford a mammogram or you don't have insurance, call Komen. 
That's why we raise money is to be able to help folks afford their mammogram, pay for their mammogram, and don't worry about if you, you think, well, gosh, what if I'm diagnosed with breast cancer? How am I going to pay my bills? That's why Komen raises funds is to be able to help, to help people fight and to help people get their screenings. That's amazing. Amy, that is totally amazing. I did not know that. Yes, so if you can't afford to get a mammogram, Komen will make sure that you get your mammogram. And if you can't afford the medical attention, you help in that area too. We take care of people's mortgage, rent, car payments, gas cards to get to and from treatment. When they're battling breast cancer, they don't shouldn't have to worry about those sort of things. They should worry about fighting for their life. That's amazing. That's someone really trying to give back to something to a disease that took away someone a family member that she really really loved, and so she's fighting back in that way. And she said, "You know what? My mother-in-law may have passed away, but there are so many people out in this community that doesn't have to pass away. And what can I do to do?" do my work and do my part in this community. Amy, I commend you for that because a lot of people, when they lose a family member, it takes a hold of them and they just, they go in a shell, but you, you came out fighting. So tell me this. So when that happened, you just decided, okay, I'm a volunteer. I'm going to get on the board. I'm going to, you know, but what really, tell me your journey. I know it wasn't the easiest because you were grieving at the same time. I was. We were very fortunate, though. Um, you know, we had a brand new baby boy that was the reason that we wanted to fight. Um, I have met so many amazing women and men through this journey. Um, gosh, it's been 18 years now. And I've met so many amazing people that continue to give me that fire to fight each and every day. Um, when it comes to the month of October, it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, but Pretty sure everybody knows breast cancer exists. It does. <laughs> and it exists 365 days of the year. It sure does. And it does not have a calendar. But but you've got to take action. You've got to take action and know what's right with your body. And if something changes, you need to call your doctor. And, you know, one in eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in her lifetime. One in eight? One in eight women. Let me say this. Me and Amy have something in common. There's a part in the Bible that says for every end there's a beginning. You know, Amy said with her mother-in-law, okay? What you don't know, some of the viewers that don't know this, my son was born on the same day that my mother passed. So she was the end till I make it to heaven, and he was my beginning. And you have to look at it that way. Your mother-in-law passed away, but look at your baby boy. Yep. You know, he's your beginning. And she would want you to do this. She wouldn't want you to be in that shell. For the people that's out there that is just struggling with, you know, feeling victimized to someone losing someone, get involved. Call the organization and get involved and say, you know what? I need a fight. I need a fight and I need to get to work. A lot of people out there says it doesn't work. Amy, tell me why do they say that? I don't understand. You know, I'm not really sure either. Mammograms are the best detection method we have right now. If you're at higher risk, there are ultrasounds and MRIs and things to get a, a clear, different picture. Um, but, you know, since Susan G. G. Komen was started um, in the early 80s, survival rate is up. I mean, yes, yes. we're probably detecting yes. more breast yes. cancers because that's more we know more. Yes. Um, but survival rate is up. Um, I know several people that's beat it. Several. 
you know, we, 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 we say in our family, if my mother-in-law was diagnosed today, she would survive. And I say the same thing about my mom. It's the advancements that have been made. Um, you know, women that were diagnosed with HER2 positive breast cancer in the past, it was a very aggressive disease. We have Herceptin now. It saves lives constantly. And the research is always continuing. Um, yeah, there's still some things out there that are pretty nasty. So you have the ultrasound. Now, I know when I go, um, they we do a normal uh, uh, mammogram, mm -hmm. but they'll say... The eighty dollars I pay an extra eighty dollars because they were saying about dents. Can mm -hmm. you explain what that is? And so that people, when they do go get their mammograms, they may not understand that, and they they get that too if they need to. So disclaimer: I am not a doctor. Right. <laughs> I don't right. even play one on TV. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the more the dense tissue, it's just harder to see through. So think about dense fog. Yes. It's hard to see through dense fog. Dense tissue is harder to see through with the mammogram, so they can get a clearer picture with a different type of testing Got tool. you. Now, I don't know about where you go to get your mammograms, but for the people that are out there that don't, that, I mean, have heard that and didn't know exactly what that is, I paid $80 and I need, I wanted to know wholeheartedly that I was clear. So if that means, okay, once a year, call wherever you go, ask what it's gonna cost and save up that money through the year. That is a great way to say, I am cleared. I know everything about my breast for the next year. So, Amy, let me ask you this. So, in the black community, I, I know that breast cancer has affected the black community. I meant a lot. Can you tell me what, what do we need to know? You know, it's ironic. 42%. Oh, wow. Black women are 42% more likely to die than white women. Really? They're not diagnosed more frequently, but they're 42% more likely to die. We don't know why, but you know, Komen, especially in the month of October, tries to get that message out and tries to get that population to talk. Yes. Get your family history. And you know what? Not just your maternal family history. Men get breast cancer too. Yes. Get your father's Please side. Please talk of, about uh, that. Get your father's side of the medical history. Because you know, you were talking about when you go to your doctor, you know, pay that extra $80 for more testing. Talk to your doctor. Tell your doctor your family history. Yes. Do you have it on your mother's side, your father's side? And not just breast cancer. What other types of cancer have been in your family? And then get together with your doctor and make a plan. Make a plan for your cancer prevention. Find out yes. how often should you be tested, what type of testing should you have. But it's key to talk. And we find a lot of times yes. you don't like to talk about your family. About That's your true. That is so true. And I will say, uh, as a black woman, uh, we are taught um, in the black community that that is a personal thing, a private thing. So we don't talk amongst you know, strangers as much. And I've learned in my walk that personal, there is things that should be personal, but we can't be too personal. We can't be too private. Because if you never talk about what you're going through or what your families went through, how can someone help you? So I challenge everybody, you know, black or white, you know, I challenge everybody to not be so private 
so that you can get the help that you need. But I did not know it was 42%. I meant, and I went seven years, but I mammogram. I meant, how stupid can I be? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm East Tennessee, y'all. Parents, tell your kids about mammograms. Tell your kids how important it is. Don't start telling your kids once they become an adult. You know, a lot of people say, well, I want to keep my, my child young. I want to keep my child a kid as long as I can. But guess what? They're going to grow up. And don't you think they should hear it from you? Let them see your walk. Because most likely, if they see your walk, then they will go and do those mammograms. Do you agree, Amy? Absolutely do. You know, we've got several ladies who are survivors in our, our mix. And their kids think the pink ribbon's for their mom. They, really? They do. They, you know, we... We talk, they grow up knowing about it. And yes. they, they know that it's that it's a part of life and that it's something you've got to be aware of. Yeah, and, and even at schools, you know, um, teachers, think about it. Teachers wear them, you know, all different reasons. They see it out there. So you need to tell them what it's about. And if you have a family member that passes away, and say the kids are young, okay, and just not able to comprehend it then, how about once they get to a certain age, Amy, what do you think a good age would be for parents to sit down and talk to their kids about it? You know, I think it really does vary. Um, there's a couple of different benchmarks that you can use. Number one, after age 20, a woman should be getting a clinical breast exam by her physician at least every one to three years. Um, okay. So that's a great time to talk about it. But also another thing to think about is if you have a family member who was diagnosed with breast cancer, they typically say you should start your mammograms 10 years before then. Really? Yes, ma'am. So, for example, uh, my mother-in-law was diagnosed at 49, so my sister-in-law would go at 39. Really? Now, I did not know that. Yes, ma'am. I really did not know that. Okay, breast exams. Yes. Like, when you're at home. Yes. Talk about that. Tell me, you know, what... What should people do? How often in that type of thing? So, um, I feel like this is a full disclosure kind of situation. It is. Um, <laughs> so, your breasts change after your period. Yes. So, correctly. about every uh, about two weeks after your period is when your breasts are where it's when you should feel them and see if you feel any changes. But it's not just a breast self exam. You should stand in the mirror and look at your breast and see is is there an indention? Is the nipple turning inward? Those are all signs of things you should have checked out. As disgusting as this may sound, is there nipple discharge? I mean, do you see blood or discharge? And so know how they look, how they feel, and how they act because those are all things that could be signs or indications of a problem. And if you see some ch something change, go talk to your doctor. Don't just Wait seven years for your mammogram. Go and talk to your doctor. So, I did not know that. So, you should, if you have a discharge, and it, uh, if your nipple turns in, and what was the third one? If there's dimpling or if you feel a lump. If you feel a lump. Or, or if there's a difference. If something looks different or feels different, that, that, that could be a problem. Talk to your doctor. Well, okay, so with the lumps, I want people to understand that just because there's a lump in your breast, that doesn't mean there's breast cancer. No, 8 to 10 callbacks from a mammogram are nothing. And you know what? Some people have lumpy, bumpy breasts. Yes, that's Yvonka. <laughs> <laughs> that's me too. <laughs> yes, that's me. 8 to 10 
callbacks is nothing. Is nothing. They just didn't get a clear picture. How many times did we retake selfies in this world? That's a good point. That's a good point. You know, I'll say this. I've had a callback one time. Uh, the lady called me, and she was, and she literally said, "She said we didn't get a good picture. We really didn't." And so I said, "I freaked out." And I said, "Are you sure that's all it is?" And she said, "Ma'am, I promise you, that's all it is." So if you get that call back, don't freak out like Yvonka. Don't think the worst like Yvonka did. I don't think that way now. I just pray and say, God, lead me. And whatever I'm going through God, or going to go through, God, I need you to be with me. But just know that you don't have to sign a death warrant to your life. And that's what that is. I mean, plain and simple, it's signing a death warrant to you if you don't go get a mammogram and you get breast cancer. Or if you don't do those self-exams, think about all the different things that you can prevent. It, tell me about in the white race, okay? Because we do, we talk color on here. And so, because it's different, it is. You know, um, I, I told you about the blood that most uh, African Americans uh, don't give blood, but we're changing that. The Landis family's changing that. Tell me in the white race, is it just more prone for y'all to go get breast exams and what is what's is there a difference in you know the 42 percent of course but is there any other difference that you want them to know no because you know white people are not or black people aren't diagnosed at any different rate it's simply the mortality rate and we've got to figure out why And, and you know and it i don't even think that we've found that they're being diagnosed more late stage um, okay, I, I, that's good to know. So it's, and you know what's, what's really gets me sometimes is that there are women who have money and have yes. and have means, yes, but don't take the time to take care of themselves. They're taking their kids to school. They're taking their kids to sports. They're making sure the laundry's done. They're working. They're doing what they need to do, but they don't take the time to take care of themselves so it's not just you know okay people worrying about having to pay for it you're saying okay even black black or white sometimes people with money just won't take out the time to go get the mammogram so do you see that it's all of us we all need to do better in taking care of us and ourselves and knowing that we take care of our family we have no problem taking care of our family but i think women especially don't take out time for their self. This should be one thing once a year or whatever the doctor recommends. Because I know sometimes they'll say twice a year to mm-hmm. some people, not saying that they're, you know, there's a big risk. It's just they feel like that you should go twice a year. And that's two times you can say a year. You know what? I've taken care of my family all these other days. But these two days are for me. And go with a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Okay, go with a girlfriend. You know, she can hold your hand. You can hold her hand. Now, every time I get a mammogram, David and Adrian goes with me, everybody. Because I just, I need that support. And that's okay. Make Shoot, make it a fun day. Go to lunch afterwards or go to lunch before. Uh, so, tell me this with the organization. If people want to get involved, to, do y'all need volunteers? Absolutely. We, You know what? We're a staff of three, and we have 24 counties. We've got a Kingsport office and a Knoxville office, and there are three of us full-time and one part-time. And thank the good Lord for our fabulous college interns. But we 
are an organiz grassroots organization. We exist because of our volunteers. Whether you want to come out on Saturday, October 19th for Race for the Cure and volunteer, whether you want to come and stuff envelopes or fold t-shirts or wow. bundle brochures, we have something for you. And please come and get involved. You know, that's how I got started. And mm -hmm. the joy that it brings me, you know, I, I got involved because of my mother-in-law, but I have stayed involved because of the amazing women and men that I have met throughout this journey. And hear me, guys, she has a passion. You can't see her, but I can. And let me just say, you can see it in her face. You can see it, her body language. This is her passion. Um, I want to ask this question for the men that listens to my podcast. Um, can you give them some insight about not being embarrassed to go get a mammogram? Can you talk to them about that? You know what I can. Uh, 2,600 men will be diagnosed with breast cancer this year. We'll lose about 400 men this year to breast cancer. Um, wow. We all have breast tissue. Uh, think about when you work out and you, you get all physically fit. That, 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 that's your breast tissue. It is. <laughs> um, but you know what? It, men get breast cancer, and it is not. you should not be ashamed to go to the doctor and get your mammogram. We have several men in our community who have been diagnosed, um, one who was diagnosed last year that um, is a fairly prominent man, um, yes. has a great business. Yes. Um, we've got, you know, it, cancer doesn't discriminate. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter how much money you make. And it doesn't really matter if you're a boy or a girl. Oh, that's true. That's so true. So when men... Does men just go get a breast cancer? I mean, go get an exam? Or do they wait till they find a lump or whatever? Should they do the annuals just like everybody else? So I think it depends. If you have a family history of, of breast cancer or cancer and you're a man, you should talk to your doctor. I mean, my husband talks to his doctor about it because he lost his mom. So you've got to be, you've got to have communication with your doctor. Um, if you find, if something changes, kind of like if, how they look, act, or feel, if you feel something that doesn't feel right, call your doctor. I yes. Mean, I don't care if it's your breast or something else. If something's changing in your body, talk to your doctor. Talk to your doctor and then know that your history with the cancer and all that, you need to know, um, you need to tell your doctor, even the men, tell your family history. Okay, when you go, um, I, I, when I get off of here, I'm going to be calling my brother and say, have you got your mammogram? Because I didn't think about that. So there is actually a genetic mutation, the BCRA2, you know, um, uh -huh. Angelina Jolie had it, the BRCA1. Okay. The BRCA2 genetic mutation, I think it's Beyonce's dad who was yes. diagnosed with breast cancer. He was just diagnosed. Mm -hmm. He was just diagnosed. And so that should tell you right there that, you know, it doesn't matter how much money you got. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if you don't have any money. Mm -mm. It can be, I mean, you can beat breast cancer, but you have to make sure that you're educated. You have to make sure that you know who you, uh, who you are and say, you know what? I am a child of God and I know that God is going to take care of me and I'm going to walk in there proud and I'm not going to put a death warrant on myself that oh my gosh when I go get my first mammogram they're going to tell me something bad you it's your mindset and that's the reason why I wanted Amy to come on here to change your mindset of breast cancer and not just look at October as breast or can, uh, breast cancer awareness month but oh well uh those other 11 months 
you know, I don't have to do anything. So, Amy, we're going to end it like this. If there was one thing, I've got two questions. If one, the, if there's one misconception of breast cancer that you would like to correct, what would it be? The biggest risk factor of breast cancer is not environmental. It's not genetic. It's being a female and getting older. Get your mammograms. Okay. And after all these years that you have donated your time, now you're on staff, what can you say to the viewers out there that will make the difference in what you've done and learned through this whole time? Wow. Um, you never know when it can hit you close to home. Yeah. You never know when it can be close to home or when it could be you. Be kind to one another. You don't yes. ever know what someone's battling. You may not know that that's a wig that he or she has on. You may not know that they've just gone and gotten their mammogram and gotten bad news or good news. Be kind. Say, say a prayer for someone you love and be kind. That's, that's really big right there. You know, because a lot of times we're in a world right now that's so judgmental. So judgmental that people are not being kind, you know, and I and I literally say on my Facebook Live, Amy, I said, you know what, you don't know what people are going through, and you may think that you're exempt from whatever it is, but hear me, you're not, and know this, if you ever do have to go through something, don't you want people to rally around you to get you through? Don't you want to live on earth as long as you can? So it, you got to pay it forward and know that it could be you. It could be one of your family members that you love a lot. Or, you know, biggest thing is just be a good human being. That's the best part. Amy, I thank you so much for coming. Let me tell y'all, this is a phenomenal woman. I will be getting more involved with um, Susan G. Komen. Um And everybody, tell Amy, well done. Thank you. Have a good day, Amy. You too. I would like to dedicate this episode to my mother, Andrea Turner, that was a victim to breast cancer, and to my good friend, Quinita Ray, better known as T, from Harriman, Tennessee, that beat breast cancer like a drum. I'd like to dedicate it to both of them because both of them are victorious. My mom may be in heaven, but I will see her again. And T shines down always on me every time I see her with a smile. Tune in every Thursday to Talk in Tennessee with Yvonka. I'm your host, and I say goodbye. Thanks for listening to Talk in Tennessee with Yavanka. Watch out for our weekly episodes from the first family of real estate. And check us out on the web, www.YavankaSalesRealEstate.com. See our videos on Yavanka's YouTube channel or find us on Facebook under Yavanka Landis and Twitter at Yavanka Landis. And don't forget to tell a friend about us. Until next time, Yavanka signing off.